message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Well, good morning or good evening, depending when you're watching this. It's great to have you with us. Thank you for being here for Jubilee Online. This morning is not quite how we expected it to be. We hadn't expected to find ourselves in another national lockdown. I'll talk about what that means for us and how we're going to do things in a moment. But to begin with, I want to ask you a question. And it's this. How are you doing? How are you really doing in this season? I know that for many of you, this will be quite an anxious time as we head back into this national lockdown for the next four weeks. I know for others of you, your primary feeling is one of frustration, maybe anger even. Others of you might have strong opinions as to the benefit or otherwise of this particular strategy and still others of you might be gripped by fear really scared about what's happening either to you or your family, your friends and those that you love. However you're feeling today, however you're feeling, I want to encourage you to, to reach out to God in this season. Bring your fears, your frustrations, your anxieties to him. Let him know how you're doing and ask him to meet you in that place. The reality is he, he knows anyway, but he wants to hear it from you and he wants to meet you in whatever place you might be in. Whilst the next few weeks are a time of lockdown, different perhaps to the one earlier in the year, but still many restrictions placed upon us. Whilst it is a time of lockdown, it's not a time for isolation. It's a time where community and connection is more important than ever. And we'll come back to that subject in a moment. For us as a church, we've been working towards live streaming our meetings rather than pre-recording things like we are currently. We'd hoped that today would be uh, the first time we would get to live stream uh, from Quad. And we bought all the required gear that the final part of that was arriving this week and, and it has done, which is great. Uh, and we are looking forward to making a change in how we do online church, believing it would give us greater spontaneity, more chance of interaction with those who are watching at home, more space for gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, sadly, then, just last weekend... As you well know, the Prime Minister announced another four-week national lockdown, which began this week. And so we find ourselves in a situation where we need to continue uh, doing online church in the same way for the time being. It is frustrating. It is disappointing. Quad will be closed again for the next four weeks. Let's, let's pray for them uh, as a business and, and their staff team. And you know, we wouldn't want to put our teams are at risk at this time either. I have to say I had a great meeting with Quad just, just last week uh, looking at some plans together and how we can make things work there. They're just being so helpful and I do want to encourage and, and commend them and thank them for their hard work for us. 
we've got some good plans in place we've we've got all the equipment now and uh, our teams have got a few weeks to uh, to practice with that and, and get used to using some of it so once we are able to and once it's safe to do so we'll be in a position to to begin live streaming our meetings and, and i do hope very soon we'll be in a position where we can have in-person worship gatherings once again even if it is wearing a mask maybe for a while yet church is so much more than meetings it is so much more than a, a sunday gathering but a gathering is part of it that corporate worship the church gathering together in the very presence of god that is part of being church and i'm sure you're missing church family i, I know i am it's a strange season we find ourselves in but in this strange season we need to keep going keep on trusting God keep looking forward to the time when we can meet together when we we can once again worship together eat together share life together we're looking forward to that day so so what of this morning what are we going to look at today I've been feeling very stirred recently about the subject of faith. Now, the word faith can carry so many meanings and emphasis for us. We, we come to faith. We have a faith. We live by faith. And we walk by faith. The founder of the Vineyard Movement, John Wimber, used to say, the way in is the way on. And what he meant by that was that the way into Christianity is by faith. We talk about our faith. We, so it's a good description. It's the way in to the Christian life. But not only is it the way in, it's the way on as well. It's the, it's the way you move forward. It's the way that you grow. It's the way that you should live. It's also by faith. If you're of a certain age and you've been around church long enough, you, you might remember the old Nile Richards track, I Walk By Faith. You know, it's the one that had the sort of status quo guitar, electric guitar intro. You know, maybe it's a song for another week. I, I won't sing it now. But I, I love that song, I Walk By Faith. Each step by faith. Trusting God. And so I've, I've been thinking about this subject and I felt to read Hebrews 11. It's, it's a great chapter uh, of faith. It, it lists many of our Bible heroes, all of whom walked by faith. And time and again, you, you get this phrase there, by faith, so-and-so. No, by faith, so-and-so did whatever they did. By faith, Noah. By faith, Abraham. By, by faith, so on and so on. There's this, this great list, and not everybody is even included. But the writer wants us to understand that these people lived and acted by faith. I'm sure you get the idea. So I've been thinking about this subject, this phrase, and, and looking at uh, Hebrews 11. And then when I sat down this week to pray and to prepare this message, I, it caught my eye in the previous chapter in Hebrews 10, a particular heading. Maybe in your Bible it says it too, but in my Bible, in Hebrews 10, the heading before verse 19 says this, A call to persevere in faith. 
a call to persevere in faith. Another Bible has it, a, a call to persevere. It's a great heading. And if there was ever a time to be reminded about persevering, it's now. It's now. And so today we're going to look at this passage in Hebrews 10. Then next week we're going to come to this great faith passage in Hebrews 11. But for today we're going to look at this subject of persevering. Persevering by faith. So let's pray, then we'll read some scripture together. Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your presence. And we pray now that you would speak to us from your word. Help us to understand what we read. And Holy Spirit, apply it to our lives, please. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so let's read Hebrews 10. 19 to 25 together. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. It's that passage that's headed, a call to persevere, a call to persevere in faith. So let's just briefly go through these verses and we'll make some uh, other comments at the end. But to start with, you'll see there in verse 19 that we have confidence confidence to enter the most holy place, the, the, the very presence of God himself. You get to enter there. Why? Because you're good? Because of anything you've done? No, 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 not, not, not at all. You get to enter there because of what Jesus has done. Because of what he has accomplished. Because of what he accomplished on the cross for you. You can have confidence you can enter the very presence of God once you've trusted in him, accepted him as your Lord and Saviour, allowed him, the Lord Jesus, to pay the price that was required. His death and his resurrection makes it possible for you and I to have confidence today. Confidence, the writer goes on in the next couple of verses, to, to enter by a new and living way. That is Jesus. He is the great priest over the house of God. He's the one that's offered the sacrifice required, the sacrifice of his own body, as I said, through his death and resurrection. And then we see in verse 22 that we can draw near. Let us draw near to God, the writer says. Isn't it wonderful you don't have to stay far away? You don't have to stay your distance. 
you can draw near to God himself. There's no two meter rule when it comes to your heavenly father. No hands, face, space that you have to remember. But you can run in with confidence, remember. You can draw near. You can draw close to him. And I want to encourage you, dear friends, in, in this next season, in these next few weeks particularly, this, this time of this national lockdown, once again, draw close to the Lord. Lean in. Get close. Hear his heart. Hear his voice. Draw near. Draw your strength from him. Learn to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now you, you get to draw near. Why would you want to be far away? It's a wonderful, amazing privilege that we have to, to draw near, to come close to our Heavenly Father. With a sincere heart. Have a, have a heart that is sincere before the Lord. Don't play games. God can see your heart anyway. Don't play games with him, but rather have a sincere heart and draw close to him. Faith brings that full assurance. You know, I, I love this. You, you can be certain. You can be sure. God cleanses and washes our conscience. Isn't that amazing? Not only through the blood of Jesus, not only by believing in him, his death and his resurrection, not only can you know forgiveness of sin, but the Bible says you can know your conscience cleansed, washed, made anew. Isn't it wonderful? This is the gospel, friends. This is the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ makes it possible even today for you to put your trust in him. Maybe for the first time. You can do that. You know, if you'd like to know more about that, if you're just, just looking in and asking some questions, you'd like to chat to somebody even now about that, you can hit the request prayer button on the chat feed. And one of our team would love to chat with you and, and pray with you and explain more to you. Then in verse 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess. We need to hold on. In this season, we need to hold on. Hold on unswervingly, as the writer puts it. You know, I've said a lot about hope over these last few months. It's a subject we've talked about a lot as a church, and people still need that hope. Maybe even you today, you still need that hope. I guess actually, we all need that hope. And hope has a name. His name is Jesus. And he is faithful. He's faithful. That's what the scripture says here. He who promised is faithful. And then we see in, in verse 24 that we're, we're told to spur one another on to love and good deeds. Or as the Living Bible puts it, in response to all he has done for us, let us outdo each other in being helpful and kind to each other and in doing good. It's a great way of putting it, isn't it? Let's, let's outdo one another. Let's seek to outdo one another in being kind and helpful, encouraging and loving and serving in response to all that he's done for us. 
because of all that Jesus has done, we're encouraged to respond in this way. To love, to encourage, to build up, to serve. Do we read that? need that right now? You bet we do. We really do. So I wonder, how can you do that this week even? How can you put this into practice? I know the passage here talks about not giving up meeting together. That's talking about you not opting out. Not about not being able to for a period of time like we're in currently. Don't give up meeting together, even online. Don't give up. Don't opt out. Even in this season of lockdown, don't opt out. You know, I know online church isn't perfect. I know you'd much rather be in a building with brothers and sisters, friends and uh, others worshipping God. I, I know that. I would much rather that. I know what we've got currently isn't the normal relational connection that we would have, not that normal community gathering before the Lord's. It's not corporate worship, how God intended it. I get that. But right now, even in this strange, unusual time, don't opt out. Don't stop seeking to meet together. Don't give up meeting together. We're trying to make these online meetings as faith-filled, vibrant, fun and life-giving as, as we're able to. And we need you to play your part, to bring your gift, your faith, your presence, your encouragements. Don't opt out. Get on the chat. Be an encourager. Don't just be an observer. It, it's so easy, isn't it, just to sit and watch at home and observe in a somehow detached way. I, I want to urge you, friends, don't do that. Get stuck in. Be, be part of it. Be a participant. Be involved. Be present. We need you. We all need one another. And so if this passage here is, is, is headed a call to persevere or a call to persevere in faith, what does that mean? What does persevere mean? What, what's involved with that? Well, the word means to persist in anything undertaken, to maintain a purpose in spite of difficulty, obstacles or discouragement. We had plenty of those lately. To continue steadfastly. Can you relate to that? I certainly can relate to that. In spite of difficulty, obstacles or discouragement. Continue. Continue steadfastly. Keep on going. Don't stop. Winston Churchill, the British Prime Minister, once said this. If you're going through hell, keep going. It's a great quote. Don't stop. Don't make camp there. Keep on moving. I know for many of us it feels like we're going through hell at the moment. We're not out of it quite yet. But dear friends, we need to keep on moving. To keep going. Keep moving forward. Keep on trusting God. And keep on persevering. Today is not a day for isolation. It's a day to press in, to become more connected, not less. To, to take the initiative in reaching out and making contact with others. To be that encouraging friend to other people 
that you so desperately want others to be to you. So often have I talked about the early church that we read about in Acts chapter 2. So often have we talked about the subject of community, of loving, really loving one another. Well, now is the time for us to be doing that, to be putting that into practice. Yes, to our church community here in Jubilee and in Burton Family Church, but also to the wider community that we live amongst, to reach out, to encourage, to bless, to love, to serve, to pray, to persevere and to keep going. Let's, let's be those people who, in this tough, this really tough season, are those who persevere in faith, who keep on trusting in God and encouraging all those around us. Now, let me say as I close, please, if you're watching this today and you are in some form of need in this lockdown time, please do get in touch with us. If we can help, we will. Now, that may be a practical need. Maybe you're needing to isolate. You, you need someone to get shopping and, and you need some help with that. Let us know. Maybe it's a financial need. Maybe you've lost your job through the pandemic. Maybe it's an emotional need. Maybe you're feeling isolated and disconnected and you need someone to pray with and talk with and spend some time with. Whatever it is, please do get in touch with us. If we can help, we will. And it may be that we can signpost you in other directions of other people that can help and serve you if we're not able to. Whatever it is, don't be on your own. Don't be isolated. Don't be disconnected. Please let us know. Do get stuck into your life group once again. If you're not in one yet, then let us know. We can plug you into one. If you are in one, get stuck in, get in community, be encouraging, loving, serving one another over these next few weeks. And if you're looking in, if you are asking some questions today, wondering what this Christian faith is really all about, and you just decided to check out the, uh, the online church and, and see that, maybe you've got a whole bunch of questions, then... I'd love to invite you to join our online Alpha course, which is just starting. It's a great opportunity to ask these big questions of life, to explore what the Bible says and to, to find out more about what it means to be a Christian. If you'd like some more information on that, then uh, drop us an email at alpha at jubilee.org.uk and we'll get straight back to you with all the information and the details you need. Remember, God loves you, he is for you, he has a plan for your life, he has not left you, he is very present and very near right now. He calls you to persevere and to keep going. So today, may you know God's blessing, his peace, his comfort and his presence. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your peace, your presence, your comfort. And we pray now that in this next season, we would be those who 
encourage all those around us, that we'll be those who persevere in faith, even through difficult and trying circumstances. Be with us, Lord. Strengthen us, please. Help us to be on the lookout for one another, to bless, serve, love and encourage. And we pray, Lord, that we'll be those in our communities, in our roads, in our towns and cities. We'll be those who bring hope and bring good news and bring the presence of Jesus. We ask it in his name. Amen. listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk or come along on any Sunday morning.